0: ...in her dressing room. Lloyd, my husband, was with her, and, of course, Bertie, Margot's maid.
1: Good morning, Karen. Margot's just been interviewed by a lady reporter from the South.
0: And the minute it gets printed, they're going to fire on Gettysburg all over again. It was
2: Fort Sumter they fired on. Bertie, where's my cold cream? Lloyd, honey, be a playwright with guts. Write me a play about a nice, normal woman who just shoots her husband.
0: I find these wisecracks increasingly less funny, Margot. Aged in Wood happens to be a fine and distinguished play.
3: That's my loyal little woman.
0: Oh, relax, kid. It's just me and my big mouth. Well, it's it's just that you get me so mad sometimes. Of all the women in the world with nothing to complain about. Ain't it the truth? Yes, it is. You're talented, famous, wealthy. People waiting around night after night just to see you, even in the rain. Autograph fiends, little beasts. They're your fans, your audience. They're
2: nobody's audience. They never see a play or a movie, even. They're never indoors long enough.
0: Well, there's one indoors right now. I brought her back to see you. You've what? She's just outside the door. Birdie. Yeah? The heave-hole. Now, you can't put her out, Margot. She worships you. You must have spotted her by now. She's always there.
2: Oh, I know. The mousy one with the trench coat and the funny hat. Yes. Oh, how could I miss her every night, every matinee?
0: Oh, come in, Eve. Margot? This is Eve Harrington. How do you do, my dear? Oh, brother. Hello, Miss Channing. My husband.
1: Hello, Miss Harrington.
0: How do you do, Mr. Richards? And
2: this is my dear friend and companion, Miss Bertie Coonan. Oh, brother.
3: Miss Coonan. Oh, brother, what?
0: When she gets like this, all of a sudden she's playing Hamlet's mother.
2: Well, I'm sure you must have
0: things to do in the bathroom, Bertie dear. If I haven't, I'll find something till you get normal. Dear Bertie, I was just telling Margot and Lloyd how often you've seen the play. yes.
3: Every performance.
1: Well, then, am I safe in assuming that you like it?
3: I'd like anything Miss Channing played in. Would you really? How
1: sweet. I doubt very much that you'd like her in The Hairy Ape.
3: Oh, please, don't misunderstand me, Mr. Richards. I think that part of Miss Channing's greatness lies in her ability to pick the best plays. You're new plays for Miss Channing, isn't it?
1: Well, how'd you hear about
3: it? There was an item in Addison DeWitt's column. I liked the title. Footsteps on the ceiling.
1: Oh. Well, let's get back to this one. Every performance, hmm? Why?
3: Yes, there are other plays. Not with you in them. Not by Mr. Richards.
1: But you must have friends, a home, family?
3: No. Tell us about it, Eve. If I only knew how. Try. Well, it started with the play before this one. Remembrance? Did you see it here in New York? San Francisco. I went one night, the most important night of my life until now. I found myself going the next night, and the next, and the next... Then when the show went east, I went east. Eve, why don't you start at the beginning? Oh, I couldn't possibly interest you. Oh, please. Well, I guess it started back home. Wisconsin, that is. There was just Mom and Dad and me. Farmers were poor in those days. So I quit school, became a secretary in a brewery. It wasn't much fun, but it helped at home. There was a little theater group there, like a drop of rain on the desert. That's where I met Eddie... We played Lillian three times. I was awful. Then the war came and we got married. Eddie was in the Air Force. They sent him to the South Pacific. You were with the OWI, weren't you, Mr. Richards?
1: And How did you know that?
3: I looked you up in Who's Who. Then came a letter from Eddie. He had a leave coming up. And I went to San Francisco to meet him. But Eddie <coughs> wasn't there. They forwarded the telegram. The one from Washington to say that Eddie wasn't coming at all. Eddie was dead I decided to stay in San Francisco I found a job and his insurance helped and there were theaters in San Francisco and then one night Margot Channing came to play in remembrance and well here I am
0: what a story everything but the bloodhound snapping at her rear end Birdie, there are
2: some human experiences that do not take place in a vaudeville house and that even an ex-fifth-rate vaudevillian should understand and respect. I want to apologize for Birdie.
0: Sorry, it's just my way of talking. Well, you didn't hurt my feelings, Miss Coonan. <sighs> Call me Birdie. Oh, hiya, Mr. Sampson.
1: Hi, Birdie. For your information, Margot, my plane takes off in 47 minutes. And how do I find you? Not ready yet and looking like a junkyard.
2: Thank you so much. Does my career mean nothing to you? Have you no human consideration? Show me a human and I might have.
0: Oh, Bill.
1: The airlines have clocks even if you haven't. I start shooting a week from Monday.
0: Bill. I'm a junkyard. Bill, this is Eve Harrington. Hi.
1: My wonderful junkyard. The mystery and dreams you find in a junkyard.
2: Heaven help me. I love a
3: psychotic.
1: Oh, hello. What's your name?
3: Eve, Eve Harrington. You've already met.
1: Hmm? Huh? Where?
3: Oh, Eve, you're not going. I think I'd better... It's been... I can hardly find the words to say how it's been. Thank you. No, no, don't go. Well, the four of you must have so much to say to each other, with Mr. Sampson leaving. No, no,
2: stick around. Tell you what, we'll put Stanislavski on his plane, you and I, and then go somewhere and talk.
0: Well, if I'm not in the way... I'll shower and dress. I won't be a minute. Lloyd, I've got to go.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: good luck, genius
1: geniuses don't need luck I do we're not worried about you good night Eve I hope to see you again soon
3: I'll be at the old stand tomorrow matinee this time as a friend I'll never forget this night as long as I live Mrs. Richards and I'll never forget you for making it possible I can't remember why Lloyd and I had to leave but I do remember that as we left
0: Eve started talking to Bill
3: so you're going to Hollywood Mr. Sampson
1: Just for one picture. Why? I just wondered. just wondered what?
3: Why you'd want to go out there. I mean, when a man's the best and most successful young director in the theater. The
1: theater. What book of rules says the theater exists only in New York? Listen, Junior, and learn. Yes? You want to know what what the theater is? The Flea Circus. Also opera, rodeos, carnivals, ballets, Indian tribal dances, Punch and Judy, a one-man band. Wherever there's magic and make-believe in an audience, there's theater. From Donald Duck to Eleanor Doozer. All theater. You don't have to understand them all. You don't like them all. Why should you? The theater's for everybody, you included, but not exclusively. So don't approve or disapprove. It may not be your theater, but it's theater for somebody somewhere.
3: I just asked a simple question.
1: And I shut my mouth up. <laughs> Nothing personal, Junior. Margo, I'm leaving here in exactly three seconds.
2: So am I, if I can find my coat. It's right where you left it. Oh.
1: Any messages for Tyrone Power, Bertie?
2: Just give him my phone number. Kill the people,
0: Mr. Sampson.
1: Thanks, Bertie.
2: You got the key, Bertie. I ain't forgot it yet. I'll see you at home in an hour. Eve, where are you going, dear? You don't really want me tagging along. Oh, don't be silly. This way. It's quicker if we cut across the stage. (laughs) Where is she, Bill? What happened to Eve?
1: Oh, she's at the desk picking up my tickets. She said we had so little time together that she...
2: She's quite a girl, Bill. I'd forgotten they grew that way anymore.
1: That lack of pretense, that sort of strange directness and understanding.
2: Isn't it silly? Suddenly I've developed a big protective feeling toward her, a lamb loose in our big stone jungle. Bill, take care of yourself out there.
1: I understand they have the Indians pretty well in hand.
2: Don't get stuck on some glamour puss. I'll try. You're not such a bargain, you know. You're a set-up for some gorgeous, wide-eyed young babe.
1: How childish are you going to get before you stop it?
2: I don't want to be childish. I'd settle for just a few years.
1: And cut that out right now.
2: Am I going to lose you, Bill? Am I?
1: As of this moment, you're six years old.
3: Everything's ready, Mr. Sampson.
1: Oh, oh, thanks, Eve. Your
3: your tickets, they'd like you to get right on the plane.
1: (laughs) You've been very helpful. Good luck.
3: Goodbye, Mr. Sampson.
1: Knit me a muffler, Margot.
3: Kiss me goodbye, Bill.
2: Call me when you get in.
1: On the hour. Hey, Junior, keep your eye on her. She's a loose lamb in a jungle.
2: That same night, we went for Eve's things, her few pitiful possessions, and she moved into the little guest room. The next few weeks were out of a fairy tale. I was Cinderella in the last act. Eve became my sister, lawyer, mother, friend, psychiatrist, and cop. Her quiet efficiency, her constant anticipation of my wishes, drove Birdie crazy, and I loved it. Yes, the honeymoon was on. Early one morning, the telephone awakened me. I was half groggy with sleep, and the operator made no sense at all
3: we are ready with your call to beverly hills california
2: where where, what call
3: we are ready with the call you placed for 12 midnight california time to mr william sampson in beverly hills go ahead please
1: margo what a wonderful surprise what a thoughtful ever-loving thing to do
2: bill have i gone crazy bill
1: you're my girl aren't you that i am then you're crazy oh
2: when are you coming back
1: in a week well i'm waiting when are you going to say it?
2: Oh, now, Bill, you know how much I do, but over a phone. Now, really, that's kids' stuff.
1: Kids' stuff or not, it doesn't happen every day, and if you won't say it, then you can sing it. Sing it? Sure, like the Western Union boys.